The following is a Klaus of the Heart presentation, rated M for mature audiences only. Some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of the family under 18 years of age. Two longtime friends with a seemingly ignorant amount of free time. And uh, we are recording. I'm just going to hit the record button now. Have decided to start their own podcast. I mean, I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah, it can only get better, right? <laughs> <coughs> Unique. This is their show. No format, no filter. My cup of tea, Mr. Burgett. You know what I mean? Well, I'm going to call bullshit right out of the gate. Because... Jack Old Creation Podcast presents Jason Klaus and Jim Burgett. This is Tea Time. <laughs> Everybody, welcome to Tea Time. Here is a courtesy of our friends over at Anchor.fm. With Jim Burgett, I'm unique New York. Unique New York. <laughs> Who would have thought that 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 seemingly insi- insignificant soundbite would would make it onto the the opening of the show? T, how's it going, brother? It's going good. Thank you, Ron Burgundy. By the way, stay classy. <laughs> I'm doing all right. How are you? Hey, you know, um, uh, I woke up on the right side of, of the ground today, so everything else is cream cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We just kind of take it as it goes. The cool side of the pillow, as it were. Right, right. Hey, yeah, we were talking before you uh, hit the record button about some old school uh, baseball parks that uh, we brought out some names we haven't heard in quite some time. And we can certainly re- revisit that during the course of this program. Uh, you know, for baseball fans, um, this, the week that we are recording, which will be last week by the time you hear this, um, uh, a lot of anticipation over this new vi- video game that's that's coming out this week. And, and we'll, we'll dive into that here momentarily which is something of a stretch because i don't generally talk about video games i'm not a gamer by by any stretch of the imagination um i do enjoy a good video game for the most part so this one i'm interested in and uh we'll we'll get into that here in in a few minutes but before we do um you know this is week five t and uh you know the last huh you mean we're surviving apparently Uh, that's a and 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 what (laughs) and what's even better is is people are listening that's good that's That's good the numbers are going up the 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 stories that we've uh shared with the the listeners here are uh, seemingly resonate both you know, people that are MWO fans and ones that are not, with ones that just uh, know, you know, you and or I 
on a personal level. So have you had any kind of feedback in, in, in terms of people that you know who have listened to, to the podcast? I've heard a couple. Some really aren't baseball fans, you know, but uh, uh, they're not they're they're not shying away from it. They're listening, you know. So, so that's good. Um, I know we we kind of stick to the usually the the same stuff: the baseball, the wrestling, you know, us our personal lives together, doing things and stories and whatnot, you know. But hey, that's that's what we kind of know. That's what we grew up with, and. We're actually only a couple of weeks apart as far as birthdays go. So, um, brothers from different mothers. Yeah, true story. And, uh, you know, when you hear that phrase thrown out a lot, right? Like you, yeah. you hear, you hear different people, you know, when they talk about their friendships or their partnerships or, you know, business relationships, whatever the case may be, you hear that phrase an awful lot, you know, brothers from, from another mother or whatever. Um, and, and I feel like, you know, it's one of those phrases that gets loosely thrown around. And I don't believe that people really take a moment to really think about the meaning that goes into that phrase. Now for, you and I, that that certainly is the case because uh, you know we have a lot of the same interests, but there are there are some aspects of our lives that we don't see eye to eye on. For example, you are a Michigan fan, whereas I tend to, to support Michigan State. So there's a li- little bit of banter between you and I, especially around football season. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know that's something that brothers generally do. But there is a lot of different things that we that 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 we do share in terms of appreciation and fandom and things of this nature because we grew up literally in the same era. Yeah, we, we were just you know we had di- you know different backgrounds. We grew up in different parts of the state. You know, so that's going to um, you know, it's going to change how we viewed, you know, our, our different aspects of the world, but it's the, it's the crazy world of professional wrestling wow. that brought us, you know, into one, one another's lives. And I think that's where the whole brothers from another mother come from too, because, you know, you're in the trenches sometimes, you know, too. Sometimes three times a month, you know, you're in the trenches behind the scenes doing grunt work and preparing for shows and getting people all in order. Because, you know, to guy, a roster of 25, 30 guys, you know, all with all with uh, high end personalities, you know, that's a lot to deal with, you know, and uh, it's a lot of diva, you know, and I, <laughs> never, I know you've never had to deal with that from me because I wasn't that type, you know, but, you know, I literally. My own corner of the building so to speak but you know it's uh uh set aside from our personal lives the the what it takes to get the show going i mean we're both in the trenches there together you know so and uh don't give up until it's all all packed away at the end of the night ready to go home yeah for sure 
and uh, you know any, anybody that's worked behind the scenes of a professional wrestling promotion, you know it's not as simple as going to a venue, setting the ring up, throwing a couple of guys in the ring, and l letting them go at it. That is not how it's done, at least with us. You know what I mean? There's, right. There's there's generally a reason for everything. Um, now, it, it it's crazy to me when you when you think of pro wrestling, the general population that may not be fans. Um, you know, when they hear the term professional wrestling or WWE or WWF, because a lot of people that don't pay attention to the current product still think that the WWF is still a thing and, and Hulk Hogan is on top. Um, you know, clearly that is not the case. But <laughs> for, for those individuals that aren't fans of the business, when they hear professional wrestling, they think fake, right? Instantly. I mean, instantly. And, oh, it's that fake stuff on TV. It's that you know, blah, blah, blah. You, you've, you've heard it described in many different ways by many different people. I've always maintained that in a lot of aspects, there is not a more real source of entertainment than professional wrestling because professional wrestling and 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 the shows that take place the reputable ones um they conjure very real emotions out of human beings right. people are cheering for their favorites they're booing the ones that that, that they don't like by and large, they are invested into what's happening, the story that's being played out, you know, in front of them, within the confines of a wrestling ring. And you would be hard-pressed to find any other sport and or entertainment entity that has been able to maintain the type of loyalty the type of investment into a certain form of sport and or entertainment than, than pro wrestling. In my opinion, that would be number one. Number two would, would obviously be the NFL in, in, in terms of overall popularity. Now, yeah. that's not... That's not to say that that their popularity numbers haven't taken a hit in the last th three or four years because it certainly has, from scandals and rule changes and 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 ways that they're dealing with um, real life si situations, the Black Lives Movement, for example. Um, you know that was a very prominent. Uh, theme through throughout this last year, you know this 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 movement to have everybody on one page, right? And um, 
you know, so there the the NFL has done incredibly well in trying to bring that to the forefront, not necessarily exploit it, but to put the spotlight on it that only an NFL type of organization can do. Make sense? Yep, absolutely. Um, you know, and then back to the wrestling with the whole fake, you know, the thing of it is they don't they don't realize, I don't think, what it takes to have another human being in your hands, their life in your hands, the countless training. Training never stops from a rookie to a veteran. Veterans still do stuff. They still work their asses off. We see it here in the Michigan Indies. I mean, there's guys out there just killing it. But that that never stops. And that's a big slap in the face to those hard workers. Not just them, but all, all over the world that are in um, professional wrestling. It's, it's, it's hard work. It's dedication. It's loyalty. It's 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 perseverance when the chips are down. It's and and the normal normal Joe nine to fiver would never be able to just get in there and be like, "Yep, I can do this." It's it's a it's a whole other breed. You know what I mean? It's it, any professional athlete for that matter. That's we talked about this last time. It's like they're a special breed because they're a special breed, and that's why they're doing what they're doing because they they got. The determination and, like I said, the perseverance to, to just the training and, and the countless hours honing their craft, and it never stops. They're in the gym. They're eating right. They're taking care of themselves. You know, they're doing the things they need to do to continue, you know, the great the great uh, sports entertainment of wrestling. You know, so it's just... It's a, it's a lot easier to hop on a keyboard and say fake without actually putting two two thought two seconds of thought into what could actually go into it. It's just they're oblivious and ignorant to it right off rip, you know. So it's it's never going to stand a chance when certain people view it that way, you know. Yeah, you know, I I kind of want to put th that whole aspect on a side burner. Because we could spend an entire episode talking about keyboard warriors. No, I know. I'm just. <clears throat> I just, you know, it, it's it's very frustrating. As a fan, as a promoter, as a performer, when you go on, and I've said this before, like Twitter is horrible. Yeah. Wrestling fans on Twitter are some of the most vile, uneducated. Uh, I, they just don't have a clue. Chappelle had it right all along when he brought up that skit with the internet and how terrible it was. And every it was it's like a, the giant mall in every store. It's something more shittier than the next. It's literally what it is. He hit the he hit the nail on the head. You know. <laughs> Right, you know, I mean, for real. Yeah, for for sure. Yeah, Twitter, it, it's a cesspool, man. It is, and you, and, and every once in a while, as you're scrolling through, you'll see a decent story. You'll see a decent thread, but by and large, I, 
it, it, and it, and I realize it has a lot to do with who I follow and what they like, what they retweet, because it, you know, that all shows up on on the timeline there. Um, and I and I realize that, but you know, there's one aspect of me the the sick curiosity part reads this stuff just to see from with my own eyes just how rotten pe- people <laughs> for, for the I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm trying I'm again you know well we'll we'll we're gonna pause this part of it and we're gonna say, save this for on another week because I would rather I would rather do that on on this show and i i've talked about it too on klaus to the heart podcast but you know on that show i'm a lot more i tend to be a little bit more reserved whereas on here just because of the format um i i I can just let her rip you know (laughs) let her rip just so you're letting your hair down is what yeah what you're saying? I'm pulling off the filter. Oh, okay. But I, I would rather spend like a half an hour or or 45 minutes to go through Twitter and then jump on here, hit the record button, and we're off to the races. Right, right. But I mean, a lot of this is, I mean, can be geared towards wrestling fans. And, but... Neither here nor there. Um, as far as uh, you know, on on the personal end of things, you doing okay? You feeling good? Yes. Had, had our first half-ass softball meeting um, uh, on Sunday, and uh, where it looks like we're going to start May thirteenth. Have our next practice next Saturday. I'm with a new team. I'm really looking uh, looking forward to that. Happy Drink. days are here again. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. I'm very excited. I'm really looking forward to it. It's um, <clears throat> forty and older league. So, oh, Lord. okay. Yeah, right. it's uh, it's a little different. I got in this league. Uh, this this will be my third year, and they can pitch it to the moon. You know, and and you just it's up there. These guys can sling it way up there, man. And you just wait. It's not like the regular. You're just throwing it underhand. And it's like 6 to 12 foot arc. They're literally. you're. It's up there. It's got some hang time. And you just got to wait. You know. So it's a, lot, it, it's a lot more fun. It's laid back. It's very chill. A lot of the guys just going out there. And play ball. Their last ditch effort. Before you know. They get in the rocking chair. And it's all over with. You know. So. <laughs> But yeah, it's just uh, it's a good time. I'm really looking forward to it. Ready to get back to out on the field. Yeah, I, I know you are. You you know, softball, baseball has always been a big thing with you. I mean, just not only as a fan, but as as a player too. And you know, we we fuck with you an awful lot about it. Yeah, and, I know. But I mean, it it's cool that you have that that activity. It's something that you are passionate about. It's something that that makes you genuinely happy. So I mean, 
you know, in a lot of in a lot of ways, it's like the locker room too. You know, you just you with the fellas. You know what I mean? On the bench, just different type. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of razzing that goes on out there too. So, in a lot of ways, it's just there's no bumping. You know, well, it depends. You know, if there's a crash and burn, you could be bumping, but it's it's not as bad. But yeah. Listen, I the only thing that I ask. What's that now? <laughs> is that uh, you know on on game days or practice days, I really want you to make a concentrated effort. Take a little bit of extra time and make make sure you're nice and stretched out, warmed <laughs> up, because we don't need you blowing a hammy or something, trying trying to make a break for for second base. Cause, or going after a fly ball, because that would be embarrassing. Yeah. I, because the last thing that I want to happen to you is I that do, you're... That's why I get there a half hour early. I, I use that full 30 minutes to just pop the top and go one, two, and then stretch with the other, like one, two, a couple <laughs> shots, you know. But, yeah, it's just fun to play. And then, two, you were there last year playing under the lights. And I don't care if it is softball, playing softball or even baseball under the lights, it gets no better. That and and like a seventy degree night on a summer night, man, it's just it's it's the cat's pajamas, man. Well, the night that we were out there to watch you, it was not seventy degrees. No, it was. And uh, here, Michigan. It was. Uh, <laughs> we we. Would it be fair to say that that wasn't one of your finer performances? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could say that, <laughs> Dick. <laughs> I mean, running after a fly ball in the outfield and just hitting the ground with the ball nowhere in sight was... <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> that is not even close to being true. Tell the truth. That I just missed the son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't. I. I'm not. I don't know if that's how how it happened to you because <sighs> I. I remember laughing uncontrollably when 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 it happened. I'm like, why the fuck did he just fall right there? Is there a divot <laughs> in the outfield? <laughs> tripped over. Tripped over the bag. Darn. <laughs> I will tell you this one story. It, it, it was probably ten years ago, and. Uh, <laughs> I was playing shortstop, and I had these Adidas breakaway pants on, jogging pants, so to speak. Sure. You know, line, well, they snapped, right? So, <laughs> I had no idea. There's a fly ball, deep third. I'm running my ass off. Third baseman's <laughs> lost. I'm going behind him, trying to make the catch. All I hear is pop, 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 pop. The leggings were starting to tear. The the things were popping off. <laughs> I had shorts underneath, but they got all the way up to the last button around the waist, and I was just pretty much running out of my pants, more or less, you know. So I was very thankful to have had shorts on underneath because that would have been a little embarrassing. You think? A little bit, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was. Yeah. I have that, to come, that you're have to come back. I'm sorry. That w that would have been trending. 
You would have yeah, been famous. Been something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Twitter was happening back then. Well, I guess I don't know either. But that's neither here nor there. My goodness. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> so what, what's happening with you? Well, we are continuing some behind-the-scenes reshuffling, we'll say. Um, we're we're on, on the brink of making a pretty big announcement in terms of the shows here and um, other happenings going on, so we're we're pretty excited about that. Well, that's good. Did you get without going into detail? No, did I you haven't. Have, did no. you? Oh no, that's a big nay, huh? That's where 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 I know what you were going to ask me, but I'm still working on it. I see. Um, you know, I I had mentioned previously that I needed to enlist the the services of one Joe Sny. Mm. Um, I I have well, actually, Carrie went and. Uh, May 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 contact. <laughs> what in the fuck are you doing? Nothing. I was just trying to see you a little bit better. I was trying to. <laughs> so he paid me a a surprise visit, and um, he is he is on the case. I, nice. Uh, what about the uh, what about the front garden there, the bed? Uh, have okay. So we had a pretty decent weekend here last weekend, and I got the mower out, and I haven't sharpened the blades or or changed the oil in it yet. And I was going to because I had to make room in the garage for said equipment. So I did that one weekend. I found you know I cleaned out a bunch of stuff, which made the garbage man you know pretty happy that that week. Yeah. Um, him out a cup of coffee? Huh? Have you ever given it, run out there and give him a cup of coffee? I have not. You have not? Okay. I was just wondering. No. Uh, usually, you know, it, it, it happens one of two ways. Either by the time I get home in the morning, he has already been down, up and down our road. Gotcha. And, he, and, he's, and he's off. Or he comes after I've gotten in, settled gone to bed then he you know there's not a set time that he's he's rolling through here now does that old timer with the american flag is he still running around uh he's not running but he's walking around yeah <laughs> okay i thought yeah. he i thought he did like a run or jog but he he did yeah um i i i don't know if he's Blew a hammy. <laughs> Listen, if 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 that guy blow, uh, blows a hammy, I'm I'm afraid the whole lower part of, of his leg would fall off. Yeah, you can't let old glory hit the ground, right? You know what I mean? Like, well, that's serious. That is serious. So, well, um, anyhow, yeah, um, so I was going to start working on the yard back. To what you had originally asked me. Yeah, we got you got, got, got sidetracked for a second. Um, and you know, I was going to sharpen the blades, change the oil, blah blah blah. Both sides of my, both sides of my neighbors went and cut their grass. So I'm like, okay. well, now so I, 
Yeah, now you got to, right? Right, peer pressure, right? That ain't that some bullshit? <laughs> How dare they do that? That's infringing on your neighbor by doing that. <laughs> it, you know what I mean? That's infringing peer pressure. So, you know, I'm I'm getting ready to go and then I happen to hear the weather report. Oh, oh. For 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 this week, you know. And it said uh early week uh, a chance of snow accumulation. Yeah, four to six. And I was like, well, I think I'm going to wait on cutting the grass. A true Michigander would go out there and cut the grass while it snows with a beer in your hand. Well, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you can put some chains on your tires? Uh, no, this is not the John Deere that, that we had in Davidson that had oh. the chains. This is a actually that that one is currently uh, residing up in Atlanta, Michigan. Uh, so we went and got a new one here. But I'll tell you what I miss about the John Deere tractor versus the one that I have now. The one that I have now is a, is a decent tractor. Um, it's not John Deere, but it's it's a decent tractor. What I miss about the John Deere one I had was the snow plow. And, oh, being, and being able to plow the snow versus using the snowblower. The snowblower I have is good, and you know my dad let, let you know let me have it. It's just not nearly as fast as I want it to be, and I just really enjoyed plowing snow. Yeah, I you know the whole thing, and I enjoyed it when I worked at the apartments when we had had to clear out the parking lots and our work trucks had plows on them man that i i remember those times and you know waking up at like four in the morning and getting carry up we'd go up and get coffee and spend the morning she she would sit with me in the truck as we went and, and plowed all the parking lots and it's just it conjures up warm fuzzy feelings that was clearly is not resonating with you. Okay, yeah, I was I was gonna say maybe it brought up the days of what was it, um, Snowy Creek, uh, Champagne. Oh my goodness! Um, hey, how are you on on plumbing work? I suck. I'm not a plumber. Okay. I. I, I don't think, what, you don't recall the little fiasco under your sink a couple years ago? The simple PVC plastic? Two Home Depot runs? Well. And a 2 a.m. finish? <laughs> we were trying to bring, we were trying to bring it home at 11. Yeah. That was not fun. I remember that. I Why, had What'd you do? Clog the shitter steel or what? <laughs> no, no. Uh, you had asked me how things were going, and I was uh, going to share with you a uh, a plumbing story. But I guess I'll just go ahead and go fuck myself. <laughs> be careful, because I hear they're going to get snow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh man. Well, let's make let's make the transition here. Um, Major League Baseball is about to release their new video game, The Show 2021. Um, this is a very popular franchise with 
with baseball fans. I'm a fan of the game. I enjoy playing it. Um, it kind of it kind of sucks when my 12 year old kid is whooping my ass and talking shit to me the entire time that's happening. It's but, not a feeling, is it? <laughs> I get that same feeling too when he plays against me. He's ruthless, is he? I mean, we we've talked about it before, man. But he is. But then when it goes the other way, he said, like, "You know, I'm just the kid, right?" <laughs> Look, Mercy starts after seven runs. He, uh, yeah, he's he's something else. But <laughs> he 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 takes such time to look at the numbers, look at the player numbers, look at the team numbers, look at their averages, and you know he has really you know t- taken an overall deep dive interest in baseball and i mean football too to to some degree but he's active in baseball he's on a travel league he wants to learn how how to do this and he's starting to see certain degrees of success with it you know he's learning more he's doing more he's having more fun and um but I mean, all that he he puts into when he sits down to play the video game, like he'll spend. It's nothing for him to spend an hour and a half and two hours to create a baseball player based yeah. on you, based on me, based on one one of his buddies or whatever. And then he inserts them into a team and he develops them, and it's it's really crazy. Yeah, he he. Uh made a smart-ass remark the other day where he, I hit the ball and his shortstop was a little wild and he he picked it off the dirt, you know, his first baseman did. He goes, oh, it looks like me out there. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Oh, I'm like, oh. And I can never, you know, when, when I'm over there and we play, you know, he's always standing up playing. And I just, when I'm here, I just picture him just pacing back and forth with the controller while you're sitting there falling asleep, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. If you're going to play the game, play, play the game. I'll watch you play the game. But when you start pausing and doing replays and... You know, from five different angles, and you're, spend, you're spending, you know, 10, 12 minutes looking at a replay of a fucking video game. I'm checked out, bro. I'm checked oh, out. Oh, my. Well, you got to see if the ball actually hit. You want that. You want to make sure you hear that impact before that foot hits the base. You know, did the foot just clip the base? Is he all the way down? Does he make contact? You know what I mean? It's a game. It's not I know. real. I know, but that's what challenges are for, you know? This is not the Galarraga thing. <laughs> this, this is a fucking oh, that, You know, no matter what, anytime anybody brings that up, it's always <laughs> going to be salt in the wound, like, because you felt bad for the dude because he legitimately did it, man. And Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Austin Jackson with that play. Or, uh, I'm sorry. Um, Curtis Granderson. With that catch out in center fielder was just unbelievable, man. Yeah, and uh, that just that was that was a god. I'm sorry, folks, but that was a goddamn shame and a complete rip off. 
I mean, when you got half the Cleveland roster looking at each other like, what just happened here? You know, 50,000 people said he was out, but one guy said he was safe, and it was kind of the guy we didn't want, want it to be to make that call, you know? I the the thing about that call about that play was is I'll never forget Mario and Pemba's call on it because it was very simple three words dude but they are ingrained in my brain Jim Royce no you know and it's like yeah. oh how could this happen <laughs> you know what I mean yeah anyway. Anyway, back back to the video game. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, well, you threw salt in the wound. I wasn't going to talk about it. <laughs> um, there, you know, I, I haven't done nearly the amount of, of, of research as to what all is going to be included in, in, in this year's version. But the one thing that I do know that they have, because I've heard nothing but nonstop talk about it from Austin <laughs> is this create a stadium feature that, that they're going to have this year. And before we hit the record button, we, you and I were actually talking about, about it and what, you know, they, the creators of the game in, in this, in last year's version, um, they put it in a lot of old stadiums, old ballparks that are no longer, by and large, in existence. And then they put a lot of the of these minor league ballparks in there too. Now we talked about this a, a week or two ago that Austin had sent in an, an email to the, the the creators of the video game asking them to put in old tiger stadium and now with this year's game you have the option to create a stadium they'll probably have some of the old school ballpark you know old old texas stadium the metrodome um polo grounds abbott's field but you know they're like you and i were 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 talking about is like where are some of the more iconic ballparks and and stadiums that are no longer here they've been torn down or whatever put those in the place of some of these minor league ballparks that nobody knows anything about anyway <laughs> right no three, that... three river stadium you mentioned um riverfront stadium comiskey uh, oh good one yeah you know Shea Stadium. Yep. Shea. Is, is, is that is was that one that was on uh, on last year's game? I don't remember. I think it was. I, I do. I think it was. I believe that was one of the options. I I couldn't remember. And then Old Texas Stadium, which is it's similar to Old Tiger Stadium with a few changes, but it still has that upper deck kind of crownish kind of look at the top and. In the old Texas Stadium, in the in the game we're playing, the MLB, the Show Twenty, it, that's a very cool park to play in. Um, the the Hubert Humphrey Dome in in Minnesota, and that's man, 
they there was some of those teams, boy. Who I, I I know we're deep going off subject, but some of those Minnesota Twins teams that beat up on the Tigers with the Kirby Puckett and and uh, Dan Glevin and and uh, God, there was oh, I can't think of that second baseman's name. Uh, Chuck Knobloch, remember those guys? They just yeah. beat the piss out of the Tigers. They had some really really good teams. They certainly did. World champions in '91, yeah. and Jack Morris was that. That was that year, correct? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, it, I really hope that it. Man, if it, the game, if they put the old Tiger Stadium in the new game, I have to believe it's because Austin made that happen. You know what I mean? And. And like you were saying before, and if they don't, he's going to find a way to make it happen by creating what they've already put in there. So, as close as possible. Yeah, you, yeah. You've got to imagine. So, uh, yeah. So I'm curious to see how how that whole thing plays out. I know, uh, I know, many an hour is going to be spent in that kid's future <laughs> designing his perfect stadium so that that'll be fun to see how how that all unfolds um kind of along the lines of of major league baseball um t have you heard any of these rumblings about a possible expansion team that I, may be in the works i have not i have not heard that so i don't know who who or why the news broke to to begin with, but um, there are rumblings of Major League Baseball possibly looking into um, an, another expansion team, and and the last two true ex expansion teams would have been uh, the Florida Marlins and the Colorado Rockies. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. The screen just went. I All was right. looking into that expansion. Oh, okay, gotcha. So five cities have been listed as potential sites for an MLB expansion team. And I don't have them in front of me. And I'm going to try to memorize or, or remember the ones that I do know. Now, I'm going to tell you these cities, and you tell me what, what you think. Oh, I like this. Okay. The cities that I remember that are on this list were Las Vegas, Nevada. National League team. Um, Portland, Oregon. American League team. Uh, Las... Or, did I say Las Vegas? That was, yeah, that was the first okay. one. Okay. Las Vegas, Portland, Montreal. Oh, definitely a National League team. Um, oh, could you imagine they bring the Expos back? Well, that. New Orleans and wow. Charlotte. Charlotte, huh? I think they got quite a few minor league affiliates down there if I'm not mistaken. They do. But they don't have a, a major league team. Now, of those cities, and here's my opinion on it. Um, 
I listen, I, and I know this is going to make make me sound very assholish, but when when I was younger, I had a problem with the Toronto Blue Jays and the Montreal Expos being part of Major League Baseball because I felt like as America's pastime, which baseball is and anybody that says otherwise i'm sorry are just wrong (laughs) um they just are because baseball with its lineage its connection to our country the connection it has had on generations upon you know generations of family of friends of teams whether they're playing on a sandlot somewhere or in a billion-dollar stadium. The basis of baseball has been the same. I'm not going to argue with that with anybody because there is no argument. There just isn't. Um, But I always had an issue with the Canadian teams. Now, when... That changed, my perception of that changed when Montreal lost their franchise. Went to Washington, right? They, yeah. That, that's what became the Washington Nationals. Yeah. Um, and the effect that it had on the fans in Montreal, it meant something to them. Right. Just as the Blue Jays mean something to Toronto, and and I don't, I no I no longer discount that, and I feel like if you are in a in a position to create an expansion team, Montreal has to be has to be at near if not at the top of that list. Right. Give those fans back their baseball team because if you recall um you know when the strike happened in 94 yeah the montreal expos were in first place and they were killing it and all roads indicated that they were going to the world series that mookie wilson and Joe Carter, no, Carter was Toronto, right? Yeah, Joe Carter was a Blue Jay. Mookie Wilson? Yeah, I mean, but they were, and then by by the time the the, the season, well, that season was canceled, there, there was no World Series that year. So when it came back, it was, you know, it wasn't all, all that long after the fact that, that franchise was moved to Washington. And now you look at that list and, you know, Las Vegas, uh, you know, Las Vegas, they just got the hockey team. Yeah. Um, they they now have the, the Raiders football team. Um, I, Why not? I guess it makes sense. Yeah. I guess if I was going to put a team s- somewhere in the continental United States, 
I would be more apt to put it in Vegas versus a New Orleans. And here's why. Because what happens in New Orleans every year, like right around the end of the season time going into playoffs? Hurricane hurricane season. Hurricanes and tornadoes, right? So, I mean, are you you really going to risk millions upon millions of dollars by you know having to move a baseball game that would would be in a primarily open air stadium during hurricane season it just doesn't make sense to me or or play where uh, the saints play yeah but you'd have to get you know that's a whole nother logistical issue yeah. in transforming that dome from a football field to a baseball stadium. Right. I mean, they did it in Minnesota when they had the 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 Metrodome, but everybody come you know pissed and moaned and complained about how much work went into that, especially <laughs> in in the fall when Minnesota was in the playoffs. They were in the World Series. They would have to spend all day, all night rather transforming the baseball stadium into you know on saturday to a football field for for sunday it just yeah, makes that, sense yeah that's true too that's true very true charlotte i mean i guess but like you said charlotte has a pretty significant footprint in baseball with the amount of minor league teams that that they have um portland you know, Portland is not what you would call a huge sports hub. And then, you know, they, they have the Trailblazers uh, for the basketball team, but... The Mariner. Oh, that's... That, that's in Seattle. But, I mean, that's pretty close, you know? True. And I guess that would give the Mariners a natural rivalry. Yeah. But, you know... But then... But then... Who do you decide who's American and who's national, you know, league? Right. You know, and me, per- and then, man, I just wish they would do away with the pitcher's batting. I just wish the DH would be universal. There's a lot of, there's a lot of people that, that subscribe to that, and then there's other ones that don't. Yeah, I, and I, I, I can respect that, you know what I mean? But me, personally... Why even risk your pitcher? Why is that? That shouldn't even be a part of the game plan. Like, well, if their pitcher gets hurt, then that's... But that only lasts for so long, though. You know what I mean? Like, you need to have a long long plan there. You know, it's... To me, I I just say you get rid of them. Get the DH and and, and go from there, you know? Because eventually, you're going to have guys that do get older that can make the transition... I may not be able to play in the field, but can DH, you know, obviously there's a ton of them in the American League, so, but it's a whole different coaching style with the pitcher batting. Yeah, it it, it is, and then, but on, on one aspect, when you're a kid and you're in Little League, you know, you are, and I realize it's on the completely total opposite end of the spectrum versus what you do in the major leagues but every kid wants to 
be a pitcher and still be, be able to bat because it is part of the game of baseball. Now, on the other hand, you have athletes who can't hit the broadside of a barn but can throw a 99-mile-an-hour fastball in, in, in the outside corner and, and freeze them every time. So there is an argument that can be made on both sides. Me, personally, I'm, I'm with you. I would rather see a universal DH. I think that worked out splendidly last year. You know, if there was any silver lining in terms of of the COVID-affected baseball season is that they got to play around with different formats. And I, I think a universal DH um, is the way to go. Because, you know, like you said, it, it protects the pitcher. But then you get an athlete like Shonei Otani. Right. Who th- that dude is a phenom. There is nothing that that kid can't do right well, now. How long does that last, though? You you know what I mean? Like, well, in Japan, apparently a lot, a long time. Right. right. So, what what are they doing in Japan that's different than what we're doing here? I don't know. Yeah, I I don't. They, there's been some great players come from Japan. I mean, each row. Yeah. I mean, number one, and like. He's kind of the guy that opened the door, you know. He's he's the one that paved the way for a lot of the of the of the Asian baseball players that have come in to Major League Baseball. A lot of them, you know, have been pitchers, like that uh, that kid that's in that plays for the Dodgers. Like his name escapes me right now. Right, Ryu. Ryu, um, that he's fantastic. He is a really good pitcher. The fact that they're able to go through all them different motions before actually delivering a pitch, you know, they'll have a stutter step or they'll have a um, a pause or a, you know or a long hold and and then still come up firing like every time for eight innings at a time, you know, or 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 nine. It's just. Their work ethic, I think, is as far as longevity is is proven over there. I, I think they they play more. Not, I'm not real sure on that, but it seems like those the the players that come out of Japan really have uh, longevity in their careers. You know. Yeah, I mean, just a totally different. It's a different mindset. It's a different yeah. preparation and. You know, I'm sure that's something of a culture shock for them. They've been trained one way their entire lives. Yeah. They come over here and get involved with a ma- with a major league franchise. And I got to believe, by and large, man, it's it's a completely different set of, of circumstances here. And they throw money at them. Like, it's going out of style before they even throw the very first pitch. Yeah. You know, and the confidence that's got to take to make that happen, you know. But that, I, I guess they're hoping the transition goes well. Well, and simultaneously, you know, back home, wherever they're from, they are national heroes, yeah. national stars. Uh-huh. You know, they 
where here they may be a blip on the radar until they start doing something significant. Otani is is that last example. Um, But over there, just the fact that they've made it to a major league starting rotation or they're part of the opening day roster or what have you, over there, they're already put on, on a pedestal. You know, it's just, How does that work with him pitching and batting at the same time? Is he just considered a DH at that point? I think, um, I well, I think like on on the days that he's pitching, he's he's not in the lineup. Yeah, not in the line. Oh, okay. I didn't think he was able to. I was. I thought maybe he was pitching and batting the same day. You know, but I don't believe he is because he. So you know, they are with, using him when he's not pitching. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I I would imagine he's their DH at at that point. You know, I I've not looked at a Los Angeles Angels lineup. You know, when he's pitching versus when he's not. Um. So you know, Mike Trout. You know, he's their premier outfielder. So. You know he's not he's not going to be the DH. I guess Pujols could be, but they've been using him at first base a lot more oh. this year. So his career seems to be timeless too. Yeah, yeah, quietly. Yeah, like like there there was a lot of buzz around him when he was in St. Louis. Yeah, and even when he came over to the to the Angels. There was a lot of press about it because it was a huge name moving to a new team. And he's been there now, what, five years, six years? Yeah, it might even be longer. I'm not even, has it been already six years? It seems like it's around that mark. Dude can crush a softball, a softball, a baseball. I'm I mean, sure he could crush a softball. Oh, yeah, that too. Tear the cover off. See, I, 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 I'm, I'm trailing off. You know. Well, I it's got... been a long day for you, and I, and I understand. You know. <laughs> so. Oh man. So, what's on the uh, agenda for the week? Well, we're back to full. You know, working a full schedule this week. And, uh, you know, it's the first full schedule I've worked in almost a month because I've, uh, you know, we had Easter weekend off, had a long weekend there. The following weekend was WrestleMania weekend. So I took that weekend off, um, which led into last week. But this is my first uh, full six day work week. And I'm just trying to get back into the, the swing of things here. Yeah. Yeah. I know, like I said, it's been a long week, and you said it's only Monday, and it's that's a sad, sad reality of it all, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, tomorrow's well, Taco Tuesday, so, hey, you can never go wrong with tacos, right? Uh, sure, yeah. You don't what? You don't like tacos? I enjoy a good taco every now and again, yeah. Tacos are good. Well, they are, and, you know, we we have them frequently here. The kids love them. It's one of the few things both my kids will eat, so that's that's always a plus. All right. Because li- Liberty is very, very, very picky, as we know. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's she's a diva in every sense of the word. I wonder where she gets that from. Her mother. <laughs> well, you better hope she's not listening. I don't think she listens to, to the shows. Yeah. All right. Well, sounds like a good place to wrap up, don't you think? Sure, pal. You're going to jump into the executive producer's chair, which is always <laughs> a good time. Got to do what you got to do, you know what I mean? No, I get it. Well, <laughs> listen, anybody has any kind of feedback, any kind of uh, shout-outs, show topic ideas, that type of thing, things you want Jim and I to talk about, get our opinions on, we encourage all of your feedback. You can go to the closetotheheart.net webpage, and it has all of our contact info on there. The website is is in the process of being overhauled. We are adding archives for our previous podcast episodes for both Klaus to the Heart and Tea Time. You can find them on their respective pages, and you can go back and listen to any previous episode at your leisure. So, with that being said, Jim Burgett, we certainly appreciate your time, sir. As always, it's always a good time to to catch up with you. And for you listening, we certainly appreciate your support. And uh, go out this week. Be awesome to yourselves and to each other. Make a positive impact in somebody else's day this week. Just one small act of kindness will have a profound impact on you and them. So with that, we will see you next week, right here, Thursday morning, beginning at 1 a.m. It will drop on Anchor.fm and a half an hour later over on Spotify. For Jim Burgett, I'm Jason Klaus. This has been Tea Time.